hey guys welcome to this week's episode of tz's conversations and i'm bubbling with joy because i have someone here with me today drum drum i'm clapping go ahead introduce yourself to everybody do you know what it took me to get you on this show <laughs> ah. Please. Oh, yeah. um, hello, my name is Okwade Yeah, it's V. Say it again. <laughs> my name is Okwade Choduanimi. Okwade Um, What do I do? Yeah, what are you into? You're into so many things. Uh, so. Every time people ask me that question, I tell them I do my best. That's what I do. Oh, um, so, from nation, from nation now. building um, to academics to strategy and consulting mm-hmm. to law. Um, I think I do like a wider range array of things. I believe yeah, that. Yeah, you um, do. Yeah, into a little of tech, yeah. Um, eventually I would be, but I've been like worked as a tech lawyer um, to help review articles, review, uh, review, co- yeah, write tech articles, um, review um, tech contracts. Um, so eventually I would. I think when I probably <coughs> take a break from all the academic work I'm doing, mm-hmm. I would think I should. Put my hands on it. Do you uh, do you have any intentions of like using your law degree? Oh, definitely, definitely. I was. This is a very interesting question because I think I was speaking to my friend Oifa yesterday. Okay. And I said to me, law is like. I like your bracelet, I Oh, thank you. Yeah. It was a present. Really? Yeah, I get a lot of presents. From who? Uh, oh, my Lady. friend. Yeah. Oh, okay. Get into that. Okay. Um, <laughs> um yeah. I said tech, I said law for me is like a side hustle because I mean Side hustle? Yeah, no, this is, this is it, this is it. <laughs> Law is not something that, I mean if you didn't make the best of grades, it's not something that um, Even if you made the best of grades, it's not something that would like pick up as it were mm-hmm. Like as per financially mm-hmm. um, So I would definitely, I mean I went to school for five years So yeah. law is definitely, definitely something I want to do Law is definitely something I'm passionate about um, especially if I find like an interesting area of law, which I'm currently doing, okay. working in media and tech and intellectual property. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, definitely, I definitely will use my law degree. Maybe um, I'm certainly going to lecture, perhaps as a visiting professor, a visiting lecturer somewhere, and then eventually, um, but most of the times, working house as a counsel. Sorry, as a consultant, as it were. You have a lot of things that you're looking towards doing. Yeah. You you you've just mentioned nation building. You've mentioned law. You've mentioned lecturing. Yeah, but I mean, I mean. So how you, how how do you combine everything together? You're a woman. Well, so I believe that um, we have um, different gifts. Okay. Or um, and then I just believe that we didn't come to this world to just be. Um, you can, you people can, you can eventually succeed as it were, mm-hmm. as one thing. But there are a lot of things that essentially form up, like atoms that form up to begin to form you, up you, exactly right. as a person. But you know this thing that people say of jack of all trades, master of none. Don't you ever like get that feeling? I think there's a full, there's a fuller quote somewhere. Yeah. Jack of all trades, master of none. But, but something, better, something of one. To be, it's better to be a master of. It's better to be a master of. I should Google master it. of all than the master of one or something. I don't know what exactly it is. But the thing about it is the fact that I have never actually, as it were, given so much of my time to a lot of things. I believe okay. that excellence is something that you, if you want to be excellent at what you do, you have to put in lots of efforts. Like let your mind be focused on one thing. Definitely. So currently, I'm working in <laughs> academics. Yeah. Work with the faculty of law. 
Archvidmas University. Oh, wow, Faculty of Law? Yes. I didn't know that. Yeah. Ah, that's so, cool. I work in academics now. Okay. So because I work in academics, um, my work um, as I think I do I, my work as a nation builder has stalled, sort of not stalled, but I think I've taken stalled, it. exactly. So I have not been able to. I've done a lot of advocacy online. Yeah. But I've not been able to like okay, perhaps do something physically. Physically, okay. Do you get okay? I've not been able to do tech as it were, um, but it's something that, and then I have like a huge passion as it were. Mm-hmm. Agriculture, I'm not able to tap into that. Agriculture. Because, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Eventually. So that's like that's like okay. that's like the ultimate. That's like my all. That's like perhaps supposed to be like my retirement plan. Really? Yeah. That's like. So like you want to go to farm? When people like ask farm. me like what you want to do for the rest of your life, I think I just want to sit down, read, write, in a house back of my garden, and then probably have like a farm somewhere. Oh. You know, you awesome. you just just painted that image of Thanos in I think was it. Um, um, I mean, the end game. Yeah, end game yeah, yeah. Exactly. Where he I mean, went he back to the entire farm. world and then just went back and to your whole farm. Nice, so. nice, nice. So let's let's talk a bit about books. Yeah. You love books. I like to read. I love books. But I, you, like I think you love books more than I do. Uh, I think I like to read. Book books culture. Books. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a part of book culture, by the way. Just yeah. so you guys know. So how did that come about? I know you said in 2020 lockdown. Mm-hmm. So um, in 20. 20- 19, I think. Mm-hmm. So 2018, mm-hmm. I think I discovered I read about seven something books. But I didn't take it down. So 2019, I think I read. How many books? I'm trying to remember. I'm, I'm, why am I mixing up the timelines? 2019, I think I read. 2019 was before 2020. Yes. 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 It happened. No, I think 2019, I think I read about. Um. Probably eighty something. Okay. And then I think I remember putting it out, and um, a friend of mine, Toko, was like, "Oh, I should probably have a book club." But I mean, I'm never one of those people that um, you just gonna let me skill somewhere like you want to. Let's see, come on, come on. Because I just, I just me, personally, I just love to read. Yeah. A lot. Like I just personally love to read, and so. When COVID happened, when we were about to ease into the lockdown, I think my birthday was March 21st. You think your birthday was... My birthday was March 21st. <laughs> my birthday was March 21st. And then Tokwe hit me up and was like, people are going into lockdown. I think we locked down like, I think... Earlier in that year, because no, I remember no, we locked, I had... We locked down like, I think... A week or no, so No, my birthday was on before. a Saturday. Mm-hmm, yeah. And I think they locked down the entire nation of Monday. So my friend, my mm-hmm. friend Tokwe was like, I mean, people are going like, lockdown, people are going to be bored. So that book I had culture idea, I was like, okay. Let's do talk okay. about the name. Talk about only my co-founder, amazing, mm-hmm. amazing human. So I put out the tweets, got a few friends to come together. Book culture should have to be bigger than it is now. But because I'm, if you notice, I'm very, very strict as a way with getting people. Yeah, in. um, I know. So people that even have to get and have to apply. They have to apply. And yeah. We don't and do that like every, we don't do that like every, every time. Just like specific. Yeah. So I mean, that was how it was formed. I just wanted to have like a community of readers that just wanted to like bring back the reading culture again no, right um, what, what kind of books do you read i saw in your twitter by the way i was i was talking <laughs> <laughs> i thought you you read 101 books yeah unconsciously one. i read 101 books what kind of books do you read first of all um so this is the thing i read about things that i want to learn about okay so because there was a time i was working in non-profits i began to read about a couple of books about managing the non-profits okay and then also um, 
how to get partners or sponsors for your nonprofit. So I began okay. to read about the art of persuasion. Oh, nice. Do you get? Um, I read in like. Stumbled upon what's that book? Um, that has to do with the laws of persuasion. Um, oh, I've forgotten. How to win friends? Is it how to win friends? No, 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 not how to win friends, friends and influence people. There is another one on six laws of. I can't remember who the author is right now. So let's um, go ahead. And the things I just wanted to improve, and so I was mm-hmm. trying to learn about habits, and so I tried to, to read books in clusters. Okay. So books trying to read about money. So I ended up reading um, Money by Phineas T. Barnum, Money by Rob Moore, Smart Money Woman, Smart Money Tribe. Um, thinking now, trying to read about. Learn about nation building. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I read, I read um, um, J.J. Mojibar's digital, the new code of wealth. Read love doesn't mean elections. Read how to move a country from. Is it, is it democracy? I'm trying to remember. Are it's these authors Nigerian or foreign? No, or foreign. Free? And then I loved, love, love. My probably my favorite genre is African literature. I think. Yeah. It's, I totally, totally adore Chimamanda. We all do. We all do. We all do. If you were to pick a book as your favorite book, out of all the books you've read, which would you pick? So, a true reader has no favorites. But if I was going to think, if I was not going to think, okay, first book that comes to your mind. Popular discourse. Hey, yeah, you said so. So it's like, perhaps like a Bible. Why? Why do you like like popular discourse? Once every month. So. I mean, I, I, I prefer half of the yellow sun, but that's just the first one. Do you know what I don't prefer half of the yellow sun is? I'm not sure I can stand the horror. I know. I know. The horror. I, I, I... Because I have like a number of evil friends. Do you get? And then, you know, there's there's something that evil say that there's no household in evil land that was not touched by. But I didn't lose somebody in the Biafra. So you have evil friends that I sit down with their parents and they tell you about oh their grandparents, their own their grand uncles left home and never came back. The you know people that were like three, four years old when the Biafra was formed. It's, when when was the first time you heard about the Nigerian civil war? I think because for me the first time I heard about it was after I finished secondary school and it was my, from half of a year. Mine was in secondary school. My so, was secondary school, but I think what opened my mind, I was in SS2 when half the Edison dropped. Okay. I remember buying the book. I was the only one in school that had the book. I remember buying the book for 1315 Wow. It was like 20... <laughs> SS2, SS3, 2013, 2012. Yeah. And it just opened my mind. So I began to see, and I began to read about the horrors. So what's from the book you actually learned about? No, I, I'd read about, I'd heard about it. Okay. And then that book, and I also now read, there was a country by Chimachi. Yeah. Chimachi was dropped in 2013, I think, 2013-2012, popular discourse because every single time I read it, there's a deeper insight you get. The aim of writers or what writers do is they use their words to paint a picture. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what, what she was she, able to she, do. Yeah. So she talks about discourse. flowers and about how large your yard was. Yeah. And in my mind I have a picture. So it's why if I see a movie of half of your yellow sun, if it's not, if it doesn't match the picture, the in, picture my head, in your head, I'm like, nah, I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to. Totally, totally get yeah. that. Totally so I get, get like a different insight every okay. single time. I mean, I'm reading it again this month, and I'm clouded with immense pity for Eugene. Eugene? Yeah, it's a weird thing. Eugene? It's weird. The guy who 
It's okay. weird. I don't want to give spoilers. No, it's no, Eugene. No, yeah. No, no, this is it. I know this is very controversial, but I mean, I wish like there was another story. Like, what exactly went wrong? Okay, you want to hear like, like his yeah, own part, his own, own like, story. What exactly like? It will most likely be something related to his childhood. Maybe. I I don't think they told us. I don't think we had so much information about he and the way he grew up. Or. True, and I think, and I think that you know, after watching October One, oh, and then seeing um, what happened, like th- awesome. that boy that went to be with um, the Reverend Fathers, and what happened to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to. I know that there's a, there's there's a there has gap to be between when he left his father's house mm-hmm. and then the Eugene. So there's a gap. So I wanted to just want to know. And then you know, if if he was truly as we have as evil, evil as he was, I mean. He would beat his children and he would cry and he would cry like carried like when he when he broke jaja's hand like he they said he carried, carried him into the car to the hospital yeah right sure. there, there really must have been something so let's let's talk a bit about nation building what inspires you nigeria is <clears throat> i mean nigerian <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I definitely understand what you're saying. So let let let's start with this. What exactly inspires you to do what you do? There just has to be something. Um, I think first of all, I'm reminded that we all can only. Yeah, for some of us can. But this is the thing, and this is the question I've told people, I've asked people. Okay. Aside from the fact that Nigeria, we cannot sit in a nation where, because Nigeria is where. Mm-hmm. works for as it is now works for less than one percent of the population okay if we're a nation of 200 million people the people yeah. that are truly truly enjoying the benefits of whatever corruption that we have in nigeria whatever state you are as a nation they're not 20 million people yeah very true so how would one percent or, or, or okay let's even say 10 10 percent let's say 10% is like a generous number. How would 10% or how would 10% be enjoying the benefits of what 90% of us should be enjoying? So I grew up in the north and then when my parents you moved. You grew up in the north? Yeah, I grew up in Kano. I don't know that though. I grew up in Kano. But you don't That's speak Aosano. I do. You do? Yes, I do. Kadan Kadan. We all know Kadan Kadan. That's most It's what you tell your Kadan drivers. So yeah, me, yeah, Aiki. I know, yeah, yeah, Aiki. Yeah. Um, Sanu. Sanu Dezua. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I know that. <laughs> so, um, when my parents were going to move my sibling and my sister and I, they moved, mm-hmm. moved, moved, moved from the north completely, moved my sister and I first. Okay. But I think at the time when we were living in the north, it was plagued by Boko Haram, like, and the bombings and everything. I remember work, I was in the press club then. Okay. And so I had to, I was started with the responsibility of getting news. Every single time I opened, like, a newspaper site to check and I hear oh there was this bomb blast there were gunshots in this place in the north my mind goes up and it's the same thing with Nigeria so you leave the country and I personally have no problem because Nigeria frustrates you it does it really does Nigeria Nigeria is deeply deeply frustrated and it shouldn't be Nigeria breaks your spirit like I mean you can be sitting at your house you might think that you're safe and then Nepal will probably bring like one terrible current and it will blow <laughs> and set your entire house on fire. Yeah. I mean, um, the former governor, the former executive governor of 
Russian state. Mm-hmm. Um, with all the ability, with all the billions that he had, I mean, it was a loss that gave him wrong, wrong rejection. Nigeria is a deeply frustrated place. But the question is, I can leave here. My sister can leave. My brother can leave. I can convince my mother and my father. Okay, let's say pack up and leave. Okay. Can I take out my entire? Can I take out my grandmothers, my cousins, my nephews, my friends? Can I just take myself and dislodge myself completely away from Nigeria? I cannot. And so the truth of the matter is, Nigeria has to work, not just for ourselves. But for our children. Do you think Nigeria can work in our time? I think Nigeria can work in our time. That's very. I know it's a bold statement to make. No, it's not, it's not even. It's, I'm probably very I'm, audacious. If you hear me speak about Nigeria, I mean, I was working. I worked as. Um, I worked with um, a newspaper site that was um, in London talking about Nigeria. Okay. It was owned by Nigeria talking about. And then I was like a political pundit and I had to come up with opeds. So I was very like I was so strong and like in critique of Nigeria of what exactly is going on. So we take like news bits and then examine it, mm-hmm. like my opinion. Okay. So I understand how deeply, deeply frustrating this country is. Like I can see it, but I believe that Nigeria can work because the kind of Nigeria that our parents had, the kind of Nigeria that told themselves it go better, um, it is well, and they just focused on doing whatever they wanted to do focused on their businesses it's the kind of nigeria that got us a butter yep you know i was chatting with someone tolu tolu gray and um there was something we were talking about and it was like oftentimes nigerians are quick to look for um um personal solutions to communal problems yeah. for instance the communal problem there is no lights right we don't have as much electricity as we ought to considering the population and strength and the the landmass of this country what does everybody do to go buy generators true that solved my problem i don't care about you I, do, I don't care about you and you know oftentimes you have people talk about how awesome nigerians are when it comes to resilience today right on my way coming here i was after i checked for a while to get first and i was so parched i was really thirsty <laughs> and i was like um I need to buy some. I'm not taking a mineral drink, um, soda. soda, Pepsi, Coke. I'm not taking any of them in like almost a week. It was it was so unconscious. And I saw I'm like, let me just buy this. I'm very thirsty. And I got there and I asked, how much is the Coke? I said 200. In my head, Coke is 150. Ah, uh, Coke is 200 now. When did we come 200? In the same quantity, there was a time when it was even hundred naira. Yeah, of course, I mean, and I mean, right now, and then a lady now came and she wants to buy pure water. How much is pure water? Three for fifty. Yeah, and I'm thinking, for one. there was a time I it was in this country naira. and it was five naira. In part one, it was one way. Part one, it was five naira. You see that thing? Like it drives me like no. How? Because like, I'm always lamenting. Like I was like when I was about one, I bought spaghetti for ninety naira. 100 now it became expensive 110 i guess it now is 400. how how are we how how is it that things just keep getting like it doesn't look like there's any row of sunshine no, the, no there is and that's why I'm t- i tell people that and i've been advocating for it okay we have to get Please involved. show me I, I i need to see we have to get involved 
in the decision-making process of our country. Getting involved in the decision-making process means you have to be among the decision-makers. That's the thing. Even if you cannot be, even if as a where you cannot belong to a political party, understand that. But at least get your PVC to go and vote. What is the... What was the assurance that my PVC actually counts? That's a good question. Because I know lately I make the same things about going into digital um That's electric. It. That's a good question. What's the assurance does, that your PVC? Does it actually work? Let me blow your mind. If okay. your PVC doesn't count, yeah. Uh-huh. Politicians will not spend billions of naira trying to buy your votes. They will not spend a lot of money trying to hire um thugs to disrupt elections they will not spend money trying to buy rice to come and give to people they know that your votes ultimately count i mean if your votes didn't count i live in your state if our votes didn't count in 2019 she would not be the governor because she at the coming to that election she mckinde was the underdog yeah, he was. Because I mean, they had the incumbent, the person that was coming in, um, who was supposed to take over from the APC, had lots of money and influence and everything. I mean, I remember, you know, he bought like nearly all the billboards, you know, the APC style. Mm-hmm. I was do. coming, I saw, just, like, I already saw one. Yeah, this like one senator. Yeah, so. That's the way, that's the way. That's the way they are, that's the way they think. I kind of feel that many of those things are for sure. And it's just like a personal opinion. What's that? What's like the whole campaigning thing. Like if, if we say we're going to have an election, we have to campaign. Like just so people can see that we are doing something. No, no, no. Campaigns actually work. Campaigns actually do work. Okay, see what happened with PDP recently. Okay. With article coming out and all that, you had people like um yes on weekend and the others vehemently go out and talk about how much they want to change the country, no. how much they want to do this. And within the blink of an eye, everybody just leaves way for one person. Well you know well you know the thing about the entire PDP situation is that you cannot take away Atiko's pedigree. Atiko's campaign is not is not in this Three months. Yeah. Other politicians have been. Yeah, that's it. Atiku has been running. Atiku has been. ran against Abiola in 1993. Whoa. Atiku has been running for office of president for the past. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Abiola. Yes, the same Abiola. <laughs> so, Atiku has been in the face of people. So, I mean, when people say that I Atiku wasn't doing as much campaign, Atiku has done his homework. He has done his homework. He has been camp. I mean, he was a former vice president of this country. Yeah. So he has done his homework thoroughly. But I don't personally, I kind of feel like he should go and retire. Like he has done so enough. Me, me I don't know why I'm he not, this is not, an, this is not I'm, I don't I don't I don't I'm very careful about endorsements. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I don't so I think that age is I feel like I'm trying to pick my words carefully, okay. but age what Nigeria what? needs is a is somebody who is strong enough to cope with rigors of office. I value competency. Yeah. Competency and intelligence and then capability and a track record of doing stuff over age. Do you think Nigeria needs an intelligent president? Of course Nigeria needs an intelligent president. Because it's not just um okay. For instance, uh I think it was the last election. Many of these maybe you could even tell me about because I know you were really close to um Philadelphia during yeah. that time. And uh, many of these 
uh, we, we call them like intellectuals, right? Intelligent people, Pastor Tommy and um, a few others. They came together and they were supposed to like create a party a pact, and do something. A coalition. What happened exactly? Because that fell like a pack of cards. What exactly happened? So and was, these are intelligent men. So this is the thing. There was a pact as it were, but it wasn't of like the bigger, the big boys and um, the showers and Morgalus and collaborators. Okay. Um, because so like you were saying, um, okay, Nigeria has this problem. The problem that Nigeria has, and Nigeria is tackled the fact that it's not even in Nigeria, but I think it's a human being problem. Okay. We like we we like the savior complex. <laughs> okay. So we believe that we need someone. To... Everybody knows how to play because yeah. they're not on the field. Everybody yeah, it's like to, how this thing where you're telling a driver how to, how to drive. You know, <laughs> you, you, you see boys watching the bomb, telling them that the coach should have put number nine. Number nine will press them from the side, all this kind of thing. <laughs> Get to the field. So everybody know. everybody seems to have an opinion. Okay. Yeah. About what should, about be, what should done. be done. Mm-hmm. And you need to understand something. That packs couldn't have been, it's not possible that a packs could have been formed. Because the truth of the matter is, political parties, the way political parties are structured, okay. they are built after ideologies. Okay. Okay. She gets. Mm-hmm. So I mean, we have people like um people in the in the US, they're Democrats and they're Republicans. Yeah. You you might find out like independent. I think the too. Bushes, they have yeah. always been from father to son, they have always they're belonged to one party because of their yeah. ideology. You have Democrats that have, have always belonged to one party because of their ideology. It's not like here. Yeah, and then but the new school of politicians that we have, yeah, began to have their own ideologies. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I think in Shore, um, in 2019, Shore's um, idea of becoming president was to, like forcefully take it back. Yeah. So yes, um, um, Kesa Magalu's style was you know to come and quote all the economic figures and then this and this and that. And, all of that and then yeah. when Fernando campaign was based on you know getting more people involved, we needed to get a lot of people mm-hmm. more involved in. Um, nation in building nation building and, and everything, everything yeah. so if you check it all these ideas are fundamentally very different okay so it's not possible and the truth of the matter is things like things like this are actually necessary for democracy i'm not even surprised about the number of um people that are coming out to declare for president even though i feel that yeah not surprised. yeah because i mean it's held in a democracy but the truth is we need okay. we don't need a lot of people running for president instead we need a lot of people who would run bad leaders out of office okay so, I mean, it's held in a democracy. i mean anybody can aspire yeah definitely i can decide to come and say i want to aspire to be president tomorrow i mean so you'll be a bit uh, i don't you know have, you don't have that you don't have that in your future even I, at one point, I wanted to be president. My own, my own aim in okay. life has always been to help people. Yeah, definitely. The truth of the matter is, politics or whoever is going to fix Nigeria is going to serve a lot. So if it is, I, I don't care whatever vehicle or whatever means it would take to help as much people as I can. If it's becoming pastor. If I find out, okay, ministry is a way that can, to help, that can transform the lives of Nigeria or Nigeria as it were, I'll come become a pastor. If it's like, let's say, maybe become a DJ or somebody, mm-hmm. I'll perhaps do that. Okay. So, if we were to, if we were to, if I were to ask you, the man Nigeria needs right now, who would you describe? Do you want to? No, no, I don't need a name. I just like need you to 
because you know they're like adjectives of the kind of person the kind of man nigeria needs okay. right now nigeria needs a unifier now more than ever why does that sound like what Dino Milai said the other day? That's exactly what Nigeria needs. Okay. Now more than ever, we are more separated than we have ever been. I mean, we seem to, it seems like we have a particular, um, what's it called? Tribe in power. Mm-hmm. And then it seems that it's tribesmen who do things, they don't get punished. Mm-hmm. And then they get seem to get m- most of the juicy appointments in power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I mean we have agitations, which which is actually becoming a serious issue. We have agitations for yeah. the Biafra in the east, and, and then we have the Dua Nation, the agitation for the Dua Nation in. Do you think we should separate? Do you think that would at least solve some of our problems? Big question. Now, the thing is, the problem with Nigeria is not Nigeria. The problem with Nigeria is not even our leaders. The problem with Nigeria is the people. Because the truth of the matter is, the leaders, the leaders come from the people. I mean, when yeah. I was living in Kano, living in GRE, there was a politician who was my neighbor. So it's from amongst us. I knew when he was a normal, 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 normal civilian, and they became, civilian, and they became, yeah. he became a member of the House of Reps. Yeah. So whether Nigeria separates or not, I mean, I don't even think that's feasible. Somebody cracked a joke and said, um, I don't know how feasible it is. I don't know how it works. Somebody cracked a joke and said, so if we separate, we will pay all the debts that. That's right. boring. Yeah. yeah. So Nigeria needs a unifier. Nigeria mm-hmm. needs somebody who is smart, who is competent. All right. Who is as it were, to a certain extent, I'm very careful in picking my words. I don't want to say ruthless. Okay. But somebody who is firm. Okay. To drive, to do whatever you want to do. Like, I mean, when Fashola was going to build modern day Lagos, he just like closed did his eyes it, and yeah, he just did what did he was going to do. Yeah. Nigeria needs somebody like that. Nigeria is a competent person. Nigeria is a unifier. Nigeria is somebody who is going to fix our economy. Nigeria is somebody who will do right by young people. But most importantly, Nigeria is somebody that will inspire. Inspire the, uh, inspire the nation and inspire the next dimension of leaders. Okay, now I have a bunch of questions in my head, but I'm trying to keep it on that app. Um, do you think we have someone like that among the pool of people? I don't need you to mention yes, him. Do. You don't have to. Yes, we do. We have someone like that yes, in this do. current election. Yes, awesome. I, I would look out for your candidate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So now, you said something about Nigeria needs someone who would inspire the next generation. In 2020, the next generation was widely inspired. Our generation. Right. We all came out in mass. We protested against every wrong thing that has ever happened in this country and for the first time in i don't know since ever since i was born we were one right mm-hmm. and there was a goal there was an agenda and it all came down to shambles in 20th october 2020 after that personally i lost all hope in this country 
and if you know me and nigeria you know i can be very passionate about this country and my love for this country and how um, i always still clamor for it that young children should learn about nigerian history because i believe that that's going to help you understand where you're coming from how is it that between then and now with everything that happened you still have hope in this country like what exactly keeps you going what exactly fuels you on Nigeria must work in my lifetime. I mean, I have like two babies. They have a Nigerian passport. Kai was like one year, six months. Second baby, Tammy. Tammy is like barely a month old. And they have a Nigerian passport. He's a. That day, it broke me. Like it. Because I've been passionate about Nigeria. My father, I spoke about Nigeria like recently. And my father looked at me and said, You've been talking about Nigeria since you were nine, since you were ten. And it's the truth. But that day, it just. But we cannot continue like this. There must be a generation that says, You know what? We've had enough. I have seen firsthand, I have seen what good leadership in Nigeria has done and what it can do. And I'm inspired to at least replicate that in every single state in this country. Two people, I, re- I read I, in, in, in May, I read two books. Okay. The first was Fighting Corruption in Dangerous by Ambazio Kunjewena. Oh. Totally, totally adore that one. And the next, which is perhaps the most dear to my heart. I am because we are written um, by yeah, uh, I saw you, I saw you post about it. I'm going to add it to my library. Um, it's about Dora Kundi. and then I began to read about what Dora Kundi. I mean, Dora Kundi was she went for a medical trip and she returned money that was changed because it was the government that sponsored it. She returned it back to the coffers of the government. The other number that we use now was what Dora, Dora Kundi when she was. DG of NAVDAC 2005. There is an ad that most people don't know. Um, I think it's to speak about the positive stories about Nigeria. Okay. Um, I think it's Nigeria, good people, great nation. Yeah, this yeah, ad. Yeah. It was an idea when she was Minister of Communication. So I've seen that. I've seen like, I mean, when Akimu Adishino was a Minister of Agriculture. Yeah. When Peter Obi was governor of Anambra State, what Shimaki is currently doing, oh, rebranding the face of your state as your governance as it were, this is not an endorsement, but just saying. Mm-hmm. So I've seen things like that happen. And I'm like, those people, they've not, it is possible in this country. So if they can do it, we also can, it, it, it is possible. Nigeria just has to work. Because, okay, that's what I've been saying. You leave. Okay. <laughs> I totally get you. I, I, I totally get you. One thing I always tell myself is how that no matter wherever I go, I would always remain a Nigerian. If I die tomorrow, it will still be recorded that I was born in Nigeria. I need to say something. 
I have this non-profit called Launch Nigeria. Launch Nigeria is focused on talking about the positive stories, highlighting the positives mm-hmm. of the continent. It was formed um, because of an experience that somebody who was dear to me, who was passed away now, Yadulu had. Yeah. Yadulu was like really comfortable when she was here. She was still with us. Mm-hmm. She was coming from the UK. I think she went to Dubai. This was like in 20, 2017, I think. 2018, I'm trying to remember now. And I mean, she fly first class. So what she does is she, she went to Dubai to buy some stuff that she was going to go to Nigeria. Okay. And she was delayed at the Nigerian. And she was delayed at the, at, at the airport. At the airport yeah. Because she had a Nigerian passport. So it didn't matter. I mean, she showed them her passport. I mean, the passport was two in one. Mm-hmm. Showed them she's regular. I mean, she's regular flyer, yeah. flight first class. You could see that okay, this woman is comfortable. But they still have to call and make inquiries. So what you, you people don't realize is that wherever you go, that image of how Nigeria, of how Nigeria is, is yeah. would trouble for you wherever you go. Believe I get you. We it's it's one of the things and it's one of the things that even being a content writer, right? One of the reasons that um when I first started you not know, allow me to try to open an account on like Upwork and all of that is very rarely do they um do they look upon you favorably or do they just give you credibility the moment you state that you're in Nigeria. I've had all the particular time in my life where I was really looking out for jobs and I was applying and I came across certain jobs that were like these people from this country should not apply and Nigeria mm-hmm. will say. Mm-hmm. So the image we actually have in the international space, the international world is 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 I don't know the word to use to say, but it's very, very bad. It's damaging. It's we can, we must, we should fix this country. We should. We have to. And if we don't, who will? I mean, you don't, and the truth is, you don't even have to be a politician. You don't have to be as, speak as passionately as I can. Okay, so simple civilians like me, like our listeners out there, what can they do? What can they do? First of all, I mean, PBC has closed, but I think people are still, like, if you actually go to any office, you can actually register for this place. Really? I actually tried registering, no. One in. Someone came to, there was a person that was going around doing it, and person came to our hostel, that, that was last year too. And I registered, and my name did not come out on the, I checked the e-portal, Kenya, my name was not there. But your registration was complete? Yeah, the person that, was just supposed to bring a particular, I think, the paper. Go to the office, just go to the office. I think I'll try that. So, get your PVC, yeah, get involved. I mean, you have local government chairman, I mean, you know your local government chairman. I mean, I, I, I first of all, my PVC in 2018. I voted in every election. In fact, local government election in my district, I went. That I was not even. I was not even in Ibadan. I'm registered to vote in Ibadan. Okay. I went to Ibadan. I sat down and I looked at every single person that was running for local government chairman, and I looked at their track record. Went to town meetings to ask to see. Even town though, meetings hold. Yeah, of course they do. It's it's rare, but they do. Go and ask them questions. This and this and this and this and this. Everybody, we have our smartphones. Yet, we still see a lot of negative about the country. Use your voice to spread hope. And then whatever you can do, 
Alright? You must ask yourself what you are doing to fix education or healthcare or water. I'm currently writing something and then I think I was, I was talking about many drops of water yeah. coming together from a food, from a hole. Mm-hmm. So you can, you should, mm-hmm. you must, yeah. Take your PVC, look for the person you want to vote for, and vote for the person. The millions of millions that we see that people have. One, 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 yeah, yeah. Spread hope as much as you can. Be an active citizen, ask questions. And another thing is, you must, you must reflect excellence wherever you go to. You must be, I know, I, I mean, somebody said, I think I saw a tweet, person said, when he started working, he was, he's working abroad, when he started working, he was the only person that was working there. Because of the excellence that he put in, he said, now they are now four, or is it four or three? Uh-huh. It was only Nigeria that was working, now they are now four or three. So I think you can, actually. You must, you should. Nigerians are actually good people. Yeah, we are. And many Nigerians are kind to aside from Sombo. Many Nigerians. I mean Nigerians are hardworking. Oh no, true. Like like legit hardworking. True. We are put in I was on one of the podcasts I had one time, my first guest ever, he said that thing that if we are put in a particular in a working system, Nigerians will thrive. Well you know that thing that thing is also a bad thing. Okay. Because because Nigerians have this resilience in them, no matter what it is, I mean, if one no yes, becomes 500, if one becomes 500, who complain? No? Who complain? Who see? This one was, was not 800 sometime last month or about two months ago. So it's like, everybody. It's like I think it's yeah, from like 250 has, or 300 to like. But it, it was about 250 or so, and it's like, like 800. And you had people lament that. Well, people are still buying and everybody it. still. Like, it's. It's for me. I feel like that problem is something that that's what I was talking about earlier. Communal problem, personal personal solution. Let's let's you know let's begin to round up the spent quite a number of them. So um, one last question for you. I know be the last one. Be the last. If you were to describe yourself, what adjectives? Three, just three, just three it's adjectives. It's a tough one. <laughs> the kind of things you stand for. Basically. I stand for love. You stand for love. Where's your girlfriend? No, no, no don't do this to me. <laughs> stand for love. Where is she? Where is he single? Stand for love. Um, not just love in the romantic sense, but love okay. in like amongst ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do I stand for? I stand for love to be yeah. Just I'm a picture of love. <laughs> um, sorry to black ones, but I'm a picture of love. Uh-huh. Um, I think another thing I would describe me is passion. I think I'm really, really passionate about um, things I do. And I think another thing that would also describe me is integrity. Like, I do not joke with my integrity at all. It's, it's, it's up there. Yeah, I can, I can vouch for it. You know, I still have this image of you part one. One time that you came to my room in Moz, and I think I think I'm not sure. Was it you that said it? It was one of the says I'm not sure. And I was carrying a bucket of water. I wanted to help me, and then someone someone said something about giving 
giving you um vegetable to eat. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> something, something like yeah, that. I, I still, I still I have that image in, oh. in my head. Yeah, you are, you're an amazing person to do. Thank you so much, Ari. You have, Thank you so much. You, you, I, I really like what you're doing, and I like where you are going oh you thank know. you so much Ore got me to another city to, got me to leave work <laughs> in a week day to come to another city when she called i i mean i had to <laughs> say hello to her I had to, I had to do what she was going to do and i think that uh we has been doing Tuesday conversations for almost two years now yeah yeah by august it should be it's heading consistent and i'm i'm so inspired like i'm so inspired like so i might not say but I'm like one of those people that is standing on the sign and I'm just like cheering. Like I'm so so proud. And you keep tagging me on post. I yeah. just keep doing it. Yeah, I will. I Thank you. It's Thank just you so I, I love conversations and I oh, feel like okay. conversations like this. I personally growing up, I realized that we didn't talk a lot about things that were happening. True. Everybody just something happens and we just sweep it on that is happening. Mm-hmm. And when you don't talk about it, when you don't talk about a problem that is happening and you close your eyes to it, it becomes bigger. Mm-hmm. So you get but when we have conversations like this, someone somewhere is hearing, someone mm-hmm. somewhere is listening, mm-hmm. someone somewhere is making a decision based on the things that you are seeing. Mm-hmm. And you're influencing people that way. You're making impact on your own this level. So. Just to speak about when you said influence, I believe in the power of micro influencing. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I say you, I was first person to start using access bank in my house. And I, really? Yeah, I got into my entire family to open like access bank accounts. But that's like the way that's the way life works. Mm-hmm. So if you notice, most people that have gone on to change the world. It wasn't something they, really. No, apart from that, yeah. they never even they never even started out. Intended to change the world. Right? You just wanted to live. By shining your light, this is what you do. This is what you do. You give other people the audacity to shine theirs, number one. Yeah. Number two, you are shining that light so that other people can see you are not stopped. I mean, and it can be something basic. Rosa Parks didn't do anything. Rosa Parks just refused to sit on sit on yeah. sit sit at the back of the bus. And because we have people like Rosa Parks, had we, have people, people. we have people like Martin Luther King, we have people like Muhammad Ali, Chigana, we now all the way we have down, 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 blast the Black Lives Matter movement in the US. The independence of yeah. So, I mean, you never know. You never know. That's for someone out there. You yeah. Never know. So, Tolu, thank you once again for coming around. Good. So it's been so long since I saw you. True, it's been a long time. Like, I'm, long I'm time. really glad, and that's why I wanted to do this in person because oh. I know having Tolu here. So, guys, thank you so so much for listening. Tolu, what's your do you use social media if people want to like follow you, check you out? Yeah. What, um, what which one? I think do you my use? name is Okwani Tolu. Okay. You I, think? I, no, 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 no. I'm no, 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 no. Like try like they, they, so. Um, um underscore Tolu Kwandi on Twitter. That's on Twitter. Tolu, then Tolu on Instagram. Okay. Then LinkedIn is just my full name. LinkedIn. I'm, I you don't know, Facebook okay. whenever. Whenever somebody do birthday. I don't have Facebook on my phone so. Sometimes I I'm not on Facebook like for over a year, so I'll just I'm Facebook probably include it like once a year, November fourteen, just to say thank you, thank you. Well, thank you. Good, I didn't even go there on my birthday. I probably should go. Imagine. Oh, oh, oh. I'm people would have wished you happy birthday. So guys, you can check out Tolo Kwande on social media if you want. We'll be rounding up here. Thank you so much for listening. Any last words? So people for peace out. Get your PVC. Get your number PVC. One, number two. 
support our lowest Tuesday conversations podcast. <laughs> support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ted. And that would be all from us today. See you next time. Bye.